0: I'm too old to be on Snapchat. Now, I, uh, the, uh, I for some reason, I stopped using Snapchat for a bit once, uh-huh. and then I lost access to it, and then I got a message that my account was hacked, never got access to it again.
1: That's how I feel about Instagram. You got I, hacked uh, or what? No, uh, I changed numbers, and then they do that two-factor authenticator.
0: Why'd you change numbers, dog? What do you have Metro? Um,
1: I had T-Mobile, basically Metro, but.
0: But they they do that when you change number, like, or did you change company?
1: Yeah, right. So I changed from T-Mobile to Verizon, what I have Damn. now.
0: So I had Good to change. Up. Yeah,
1: I had to change the numbers, and I just haven't gone back to tell Facebook, hey, it's really me, guys. Come on, give me access. Come,
0: come on, Mark. <laughs> yeah. My boy. I'm going to
1: go down to the offices and say, yo, fuck, why is it so hard?
0: Yeah, just walk in with your phone and Instagram on there. Yeah,
1: because I've emailed them and I've gone through this process, but they just lag it.
0: I just hit up Snapchat and I, I, uh, because a couple of my friends are like, dude, I've sent you some snaps in the past years and you never opened it. And I was like, I don't have that. <laughs> so I've, I've, um, I've messaged their support because supposedly their support's hella good for like, you know, those streaks and all that shit. Oh, you can yeah. like reach out to them and then they'll re- reinstall it or whatever. They'll I like those reinstate it. Yeah. But um, they haven't hit me up, so yeah. they don't want my money. They don't want my my, my views. The ad revenue. They don't want the ad revenue. But I, I, I feel like I'd be freaked out if I download it again and then I open it and it's not the same as it was like <laughs> five years ago and I used it. It's not.
1: It's not. It's, uh, it already got a new update today. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That I, looks, I, I
0: didn't even know it was. Yeah, updated. that looks a little bit. Uh, I mean, it looks kind of the same. The feature... Or homepage, or whatever the hell that fucking main page thing is.
1: Yeah, it's a wannabe blue? TikTok
0: and Instagram reel. Have you heard of Be Real? Uh, I want to say yes. Be Real is the app that tells you when to post. So like, throughout, like randomly in the day, it'll give you a notification saying you have two minutes to post. And then um. it does a dual camera. So it takes a picture of you. Your face as you're, post, as you're taking a picture, and then it takes a picture of whatever is in front of you. Oh. Supposing, supposed to be making people post what they're actually doing in their lives, being real at the moment. Oh, okay. Uh, instead of like... I think I've heard
1: of that. They just recently got bought by someone, and it was started by these college kids. Say I think so. It's going to be our
0: lookup fact of the day, but... You know, yeah, Um, all my friends are on it, and... I downloaded it, but I haven't actually used it. Like yeah. I haven't made a be real. I pic- I haven't taken a picture. I'm gonna download
1: and see what's up. See what's good. Yeah, maybe hop on there, do a little goal sided
0: Hell yeah! No, the <laughs> the weird thing is when um uh when people are at work, like throughout the day, um one of my friends showed me uh what they were looking at, and it was just everyone at their computers. Like we're wow. from home or working at their desk. So it's just their face and then a computer and you keep scrolling. It's everyone doing the same.
1: So you add friends. So it's like a Snapchat, but it's you, like yeah.
0: time. Yeah. It's like Snapchat, but then your friends, it's supposed to be, I think it's supposed to be like less influencer heavy. Uh, uh, you're just kind of seeing what your friends are doing. Like a status update. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, it's supposed to be less prepared, less, more natural. less worked out. Yeah. Like, you're not going to have influencers, like, at the beach all the time, right? It's supposed to be what you're doing at that moment. Got it. And it's supposed that to kind of catch kinda you cool. off guard. It is kind of cool, but it's a lot of work to get started on it. Speaking of getting started, let's get it. Let's do it. Salud. Salud. Let's go, good to hear it again,
1: yeah, definitely well
0: that's good folks. welcome back to goal sided episode eight, a whole bunch to talk about today, yeah, Mexico versus Peru colombia, a whole bunch of tata drama u s as, as always u s versus Japan Saudi Arabia everyone's basically sucking, yeah, uh what else we got? But yeah, I went to the Mexico game, so we'll talk about that. The Nations League kept going. There was no club games and I felt like I was missing something in my life because there was no EPL, there's no Liga MX, there's no MLS, there's nothing.
1: It felt kinda weird, but Yeah,
0: it did feel kinda weird. I felt like I was like I feel like when there's club games there's always something on like every day. Yeah. But it was like every I mean right now, yesterday and today there were no games at all. And I felt super bored. Yeah. What else you got? I think that's about it that we wanted to cover. Just a whole bunch of drama surrounding those things. Some stuff that Chicharito has said. Barcelona players getting injured all over the place. Uh, Canada, how they did. Uh, but yeah, let's get it going. I think the the biggest thing we could start off with is the Mexico game. Um. Mexico versus versus Peru was at first. Mexico looked, I don't think, I don't even think I have much to say about that one. Mexico looked fine. I mean, they looked okay. Yeah.
1: It's not really much to talk about. It's just the same old Mexico from Hexagonal. And it just seemed boring.
0: It was very boring all game, right? Yeah. I I think there was one shot on goal, which was the goal. Yeah. And And Chuki scored it like in the 82nd. And it looked like Mexico was just going to do another 0 0 tie.
1: Yeah, on paper, thought they could have claimed that, did claim that as a good win. And he was like, look, guys, to the press, he was like, hey, uh, we did a good 30 minutes, you know, we're trying to go 60 minutes, 90 minutes after that, and it's just, what are you even talking about, bro? The World Cup is in, like, 50
0: days. Like, It this should, should like, be,
1: like, at 80 minutes. saying Yeah,
0: they should be perfecting their 90. They yeah. should not be getting up to... 60 or up to 90 they they should be perfecting the 90 that they're supposed to already be at which and that's really interesting it really sounds like he's just now starting a process in a lot of his interviews yeah like like he's like hey we're just getting going you guys give us a fucking break come yeah. on we have some time
1: i think after that game too he mentioned how um, a lot of his problems have been because of how the league i is structured oh yeah how the the owners of those teams don't really pay attention to the youth. They don't develop the youth the way they're developing the youth that we have now mm-hmm. has really been detrimental to his process. And it's like, why all of a sudden are you telling this us this now? Yeah,
0: it sounds, it sounds like a little too late. It sounds like um, you're kind of setting people up just in case you do bad yeah. that you can be like, well, I told you guys, I've been struggling. Now, the team's been struggling. Players have been struggling. But it's just, why now? You've been with the team for over three years.
1: Right. If you would have told me this when you started, like, six months in. Yeah. From when well, you started, the first
0: year, two years. The first year was really good for him. I think the first two years, up
1: until they played Argentina and they yeah. got
0: destroyed, like, four zero, 0 That was the turning point, yeah. But, like, there was no... I, I, Throughout the whole time, these issues were still there. Yeah. Right. Young players not getting sent to Europe. Young players deciding to stay versus going. There was that huge summer just recently where um, Alexis Vega, Uriel Antuna, Roberto Alvarado, Luis Romo, all these guys, instead of going to Europe, they went for money and went to a different team. Got swapped in between teams in Mexico and did nothing.
1: Yeah. You get switched from like Querétaro to... Monterrey for like ten million dollars, like
0: yeah, no motivation, right? In Argentina,
1: but, you get sold at three million. Like, come on.
0: But that's yeah, that's what that was saying, right? Like the players are overvalued, the players are they're mismanaged, incorrectly managed by the ownerships of the teams, by the by the federation. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no there's no clear cut direction that's showing that like youth Mexican soccer is for sure getting better mm-hmm. even though they're doing well the the u20 team just won the revelations cup versus right. u.s peru panama and they, and they have some good stars but that's how it's been for the past 15 years since carlera and team right yeah it's a couple that stand out and then the rest literally don't even make it pro anymore
1: yeah and then you also have the risk of those couples busting and not doing anything um The Mexican national team, the Olympic squad didn't even make it to the next Olympics.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I was at the, they had a youth tournament, right. And they had to make top four Mm -hmm. basically were qualifiers type of thing. And they lost to El Salvador.
1: I think so. Yeah. Right. This happened probably like two months ago.
0: Yeah. And I think it's kind of unfair. It, it, Made it made them not qualify for the World Cup and then it also made them not qualify for the Olympics, which kind of sucks. The U20 World Cup that's what we're U20 about. World Cup, yeah, which sucks because in the last edition of the Olympics, the way that you qualified for the Olympics was in that uh tournament that they did in Mexico, yeah, where because David Ochoa was with Mexico with the U.S. yeah, and uh, Mexico did fine in that, but and like they, the, t- the top two made it right to the, to the f- To the the Olympics, Olympics. but now they had one tournament, and it decided both, which kind of sucks. Yeah,
1: but then, again, like, you just came back from Tokyo, from getting bronze, and the the Mexican national team getting bronze, like, you really aren't going to qualify for the next one? That's a disaster.
0: Yeah, but that, yeah, going back to that, those are a lot of the complaints that he made, right, is that...
1: Complete bullshit, in my eyes, just you're just talking you're just taking up the minutes so you don't have to answer any other questions you think so
0: yeah it's just you know validity in it i think that the criticism is valid but i 1000 percent agree that it's just bullshit at this point yeah at where we are now uh because there's so many other windows that you could have said it yeah and he, he did have a point where he mentioned that he doesn't have a say like in the development of the players and like uh in like how they get exported and where the decisions that they make in their career and stuff. And then he like kind of turned it around and said, but they have the Federation, the moment that they start having a say in my players that I choose is where we have a problem. And I know he was kind of getting burned for both ends of that statement, saying people were like Ricardo La Volpe had so much of a say on youth players and making them go to Europe or do better in their teams. Um, Juan Carlos Osorio had a lot of say with with uh, the type of play that he wanted for the team and stuff, right? So like other coaches have had influences on the players that ultimately will get moved into the Selección. Why wouldn't he, right? Why, why wouldn't he be able to coach that young group of Alexis Vega on them and tell them, don't stay, don't renew at Chivas. They're just gonna try to suck money out of you. Go to Europe to a mid level team and work your way up.
1: Wait, but it, it's kind of confusing to me because if I'm Alexis Vega and I have this guy like El Tata with all his accolades being at Barcelona, and he's telling me, hey, you know, after seeing you and I really think you should not renew for Chivas and go for this club instead. I'm going to take that into consideration. Yeah. So, like, how is he not, like, putting pressure on these players or advising them
0: to try to move out well his statement was that he doesn't do that that he doesn't have that say with the players which i think is either bullshit or he really should i don't see why he should why he doesn't already right it's just i
1: i honestly feel like that the past let's say the past year he's not been present and has not seemed to not care about the mexican or the mexican national team because There's a bunch of arguments of that, right? Yeah. So it just, I don't know. It, I just feel like he's ready to just finish
0: the World Cup and dip. Yeah. So in like, the, an example of that, in the past month, he's missed two practices to watch two Argentina games what I'm saying. on TV. When they're, you can record them. Yeah, you, you can they'll, put you them could, on tape. You could literally, I watch them on YouTube all the damn time. Yeah. You can. <laughs> <And it's laughs> my like, boy doesn't have YouTube Premium. I'll I'll slide in the account. We're chill with that. <laughs> just give like, me next month.
1: Bro, like you know these players, like you know how they play and it's it's just complete bullshit to me.
0: Yeah. Like, I just I just don't understand how you can't fake it at least. Yeah. Like why do you have to do something as blatant as miss a practice, which makes sense. There were there was an anecdote that people were putting out that Ricardo La Volpe would miss the first 2 hours of practice because it was Fitness and touch, and he would tell people, I don't give a shit. You need to be ready by the time I get here, fitness wise, or else you're not doing your job in those first two hours. And I don't have to be here for you to get fitness ready. Yeah. And that he would show up for that third hour and it'd be tactics. Yeah. Makes sense, right? Yeah, right. But and you <laughs> Homeboy tell. just missed the whole damn practice yeah. to watch Argentina just because
1: his, I guess, the excuse was. That this practice was just gonna be for fun. I don't know if you saw the video of Ochoa making that
0: chilenita. Yeah, but they do that every practice. If you watch the highlights, every practice, like the keepers will be doing keeper exercises, and then they'll have, like, they'll have like Alexis Vega or something or Orbelin Pineda in goal. Yeah, you've seen those. Yeah, like, but and, like, and they only vi- they only let you videotape the fun parts. Right. The rest of the stuff is closed. Yeah. In, in any practice
1: yeah so my point is he should have been there anyways like you only have a certain amount of time a certain minutes with these players like be there be present show presence and you know get that chemistry in with the players get that confidence from player to coach yeah why go sit in a room now you're gonna make the players start thinking all these different things and yeah. lose confidence in you.
0: but yeah that's that's the really interesting thing and uh so it shows that he really doesn't care. I, that's what I think, that he just wants this. But that's the thing. If if you don't care, you would fake that you do at least enough to, like, bullshit it. And then people could see, maybe see through that smoke, right? But to blatantly mispractices, um, to blatantly, like, or to, like, I, I think a lot of it is also trolling on his end. Yeah. Um, as far as the interviews go, obviously not missing a whole damn practice. But like in the interviews and stuff, sometimes his answers are very vague compared to Greg Berhalter in Ber- uh, Greg's last couple of um, interviews. He's been straight up saying Brandon Vasquez isn't on the team because I haven't seen his body of work with the Seleccion. Or he'll say, yeah, I've been hitting up Zende- Zendejas and we're, we've are we been talking over the phone. Or he'll say straight up, I, I don't see, I already saw what I need to out of PFAC, all right, or like, He's straight up, and yeah. Tata's not like that with a lot of these things until he started blatantly calling out the Federation the Mexico and all these things, which I think needs to be called out. I think whether Tata does well or not, if whether he stays afterwards or not for the World Cup, I think it needs to be a restructure yeah, uh, more than anything, and I think it, that restructure needs to happen because there needs to be uh, a different form of val- evaluation of the Mexican player um uh, exporting them at a younger age giving them a better opportunity to grow outside of Mexico more scrimmages with european teams with south american teams with american teams all these things right but better processes that yeah. we don't have today yeah and it, i think it's dope that he called that out i think that's really admirable but like dog you were you're at the helm yeah, do something about it. Yeah. Do something about it. Make a change. Call out the top person. You're you're gonna get fired either way if you fuck up in the World Cup. Yeah. Fucking do, Fucking do it. Fucking do something. Yeah. I uh, I was also kind of I was like, oh shit, is this full? Like, does he think he's gonna get fired somehow before the World Cup, and he's just like saying it just so he does get fired before the World Cup? But
1: I don't think he will.
0: No, I. It's too late for him and for Greg. A lot of people were also saying the U.S. and Mexico are in a very similar spot right now. And yeah. it's freaking scary. Yeah. Uh, we'll probably go over it a little bit more when we switch over to the U.S. But um, I, I think I'd be more excited if I was, to be honest with you, if I was uh, like a U.S. fan. Yeah. Like a diehard U.S. fan because the youth. Right. Yeah. But yeah, to, to this point, I agree with that, though. But I think it's bullshit.
1: Yeah. Just uh, it's not the time to talk about it. Like, I agree with you, but I want to hear how you're going to make the team better for the World Cup.
0: Yeah, what are you going to do until now, Till then? And if you do well, you're going to stay here. What are you going to do? Yeah. And why didn't you do it? So many questions. But that's because he's so vague. He's not clear about anything. Yeah. Um, But the game was dope.
1: Yeah, how was the game?
0: Mexico-Colombia was... It was a lot of fun. I got there a little bit late, so I missed the party tailgate. But um, I got there right at the beginning of the game. I was looking for my seat during the uh, Arteaga goal.
1: Oh, really? That yeah. was the second goal.
0: The 2 0. So I did. Oh. The, I mean, the first one was the fourth minute in. I was just, walking in. Oh, no. Okay. It was Damn, a PK. You missed it. Yeah. I, I, Alexis Vega's goal would have been dope.
1: That was really good from, um, what was Antuna?
0: Yeah, when he got fouled.
1: Yeah, I thought that was really smart of him, putting his body in in the way and just getting fouled like that. I mean, finally, he does something that's...
0: But that's what he did when he first started with Mexico. He was... I remember everyone was like, oh, shit, this guy, where did he come out from? Manchester City product? Yeah. Now, uh, at LA Galaxy, and he's freaking killing it down the wing versus anybody in the Mamas. He'll take anybody, whoever you want. And then... He, he was like,
1: playing free, I feel like. He was just being himself, just playing freely. I feel like ever since he's gone to Mexico, he went to Chivas, and he's now at Cruz Azul, Cruz Azul right? He just feels the pressure, and it's not the same. It's yeah. not the same. i until those first five minutes that we saw. Yeah, he, it was, reminded he was tearing me of, it up. Of that LA Galaxy. I Antuna. mean, to
0: do that, and then, like, right in front of Luis Diaz, and then yeah. get fouled by him, that's that's pretty dope. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, um, yeah, I was literally trying to find my seat and just was, like, turning up with people that were, like, standing by me when they score. Everyone was just like, yeah, 2-0. Did
1: you see it on TV or did you just hear it or what?
0: Oh, wait, no, the 2-0, I was one. inside. Yeah. So it's, I was, like, walking down to my seat and it happened. And then, like, all the freaking theos and cousins and yeah. shit were just turning up. It was a lot of fun. And mm-hmm. we're all like, yeah, we're going to win the World Cup. We're going <laughs> to win the World Cup. Here we go. Yeah it I mean that whole first half it looked like a different team that we hadn't seen, yeah, and even now the analysts are still saying that is a completely different team than what was there in the first half. They looked very good, Colombia is a very strong opponent, they barely missed the World Cup in a federation that it's that to be honest with you, they probably should have more spots,
1: yeah, definitely,
0: and it was a very strong team, it was a completely different team in the second half, yeah. But for Mexico to have done that in the first half, it's pretty good. But it's also very, very terrible how bad they fell apart in the second half.
1: Yeah, I wanted to get your thoughts on that, Um, the second half specifically, when those uh, players came in. More dynamic, more uh, strong, younger
0: players. So they had, uh, what's his name, Sinisterra from uh, Leeds United. He scored two of the goals. That dude was moving everywhere. Yeah. and then they had uh, what's the name Carrasco Carras, Carrasco Carrasquera or some shit like that from uh, from Sesegamo school, I think. Light haired dude that gave like two of the assists. Yeah, those two in the middle were freaking moving everything. Right. And then you still have Luis Diaz on the left. Yeah, like, Jesus. Yeah. So like, you get a lot more mobility out of these players. You take out Jaimez Rodriguez, who was. Out there, just on tour or something, <laughs> literally doing nothing. Yeah. I, I knew the moment that they took him out, they were gonna do better. Yeah. But I did not expect they took them. James to. Thomas and Falcao out. The two older. Yeah, and players. Falcao was pretty freaking slow too.
1: Yeah, but. and that's where I have a, an issue with Tata. I felt like he just got outplayed by the other coach. Like you had, who was it in this in the midfield? You had Guardado, um, Gutierrez and to me they're just slow and Luis Chavez right and Luis Chavez so i felt like you should have refreshed the midfield knowing at least you should know you should have a yeah. team sheet of the other of the opponent who you're going to play if they you know who the good players are if they haven't came on the first half then they surely are going to come in second half yeah so to me that just felt like um the team fell apart but also it was That that's doing. Yeah.
0: It's just tough because you don't expect your, your team went in with all the momentum in the world at the half. And then they come out. And the one thing that coaches tell the, the, a lot of players, depending on the coach, right? Is no locker room goals, right? No goal because you slept, you're asleep coming out of the locker room at the beginning of the half, or because you're about to go into the locker room and you're letting up.
1: The first five minutes, After kickoff, before first half ends, after halftime, and Mm -hmm. the last five minutes. That was the rule.
0: Yeah. So, if you go in with that much confidence in the first half, all the fans felt it. We thought, shit, this is going to be a walk in the park. Right? And within five minutes, the 49th.
1: That's why we're the fans, and
0: he's who he is. Exactly. But... I think the one thing is it's pretty tough to think that your team is going to kind of let up like that because well the the two one was a header, so that yeah. header that header Mexico Mexico sucked with balon parado with set pieces yeah for years now yeah that's how they got smacked by the U S. Uh, Pulisic scored one, McKinney. Miles Robinson scored one, Weston McKinney scored one scored yeah. So that's their downfall, and if they don't fix it, they're gonna get smacked by big teams in the World Cup. I yeah. Poland's got some big dudes, like Argentina's got strong center backs. They'll win it over you if if you're gonna go in that timid, right? Um, but that two one more than even if it's not a pretty goal, even if it's not touching all the way in, it switches the momentum, yeah. right? The the whole even the whole stadium was like, oh oh shit, what's happening? Yeah. And it's just, it's just scary that that's all it takes to just ruin the confidence of the team. Yeah. Along with probably Andres Guardado's legs forty five minutes in, and having a dude ten years younger than you, eight years younger than you, touching all around you like, with hella people, hella options available just to move, move through the middle three like it's nothing.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's why I mean Edson is your best player in the Mexican national team right now. He should have been in second half.
0: Maybe, I mean, but they give they give Edson and Chucky rest, right? O Chucky has kind of a muscle issue and Edson I think it was full rest. Um which I mean, yeah, you can do the what ifs, like right? Like if he was in there, he would have stopped everything and all that stuff, right? Yeah, he would have helped out a lot. But the team can't fall apart like that. Yeah. And there was, from that moment on, from that header goal on, there was n- no creativity. Back to what we saw against Peru, against past teams, and it was really, really disappointing. It was frustrating. To even watch? To watch, yeah, because you put in... they Okay, and then you get to like the the 60th, seven. No, they didn't do any subs to like the 70th. And then you put in El Bebote. And that, that dude's got great confidence coming from his club team. And then you put him in a shitty situation like that where you're already down 3-2 because they scored the last goal in the 68th. Yeah. That's, That's <laughs> to be just... honest with you, unless you revamp the whole team and get better, get a lot better players out there, it's going to ruin a lot of players' confidences. And um, Eric Sanchez went in from Pachuca. He played like shit. He gave up so many balls. Kevin Alvarez had a pretty rough game. Yeah, he did. I saw that. Uh, there yeah. are some bright spots to highlight. Like, I thought Artiaga did really good on the side.
1: Definitely. He should be a starter uh, for sure.
0: Yeah, he scored one of the goals. Alexis Vega, everyone keeps yeah. speaking wonders about him, right? He did really well. Antuna started pretty good. Um, but...
1: Even Diego Linus, the the minutes that he got, he seemed like he wanted to be a difference maker. And that's what we need sometimes, where you need that different change.
0: Yeah. I just, I just hate that nobody gives him a shot from the start because he just sounds like a, he, he just seems like a firecracker as a sub. Yeah. And it, I just, I don't know why it feels like the coaches are just like, oh, if I put him as a starter, he's not going to do that. I, I don't think he's a starter as of now. But let him, let him mess up. Let him do it. Like uh, what's, I don't, I don't get what's the harm in it when you, when you've had Antuna who's been struggling for the longest time. Yeah. And we've talked about this in the past. There's no connection between that front line and that mid line. So
1: that right midfield, the right forward spot, you have Chucky Lozano, you have Antuna, and you have
0: Linus. Tecatito's on the right. Uh, Chuki's usually on the left, but he didn't play this past game. So Vega played. But it would be Tecatito. um, He's not fit. Antuna or uh, Linus. Oh, Okay. And they, Gatito, or I think Linus plays preferably on that side because he cuts back, yeah, onto his left. But um, I would have preferred him to start over Antuna. I mean, I think there needs the to shot. be also some if that, if you're gonna cry about all these players not going to Europe, there needs to be some accountability for that. Mm-hmm. Start the European players over the Mexico national, the domestic players,
1: then they'll call you a snob.
0: If that's how he feels, and if that's what he thinks the quality is, is it also isn't backing itself up? Why aren't you starting Johan Vasquez?
1: That's true, man. Johan
0: Vasquez is the definition of the player that went to risk it all, yeah, for a better life in Europe. Left good money. He could have gone to Tigres, gotten paid fifteen million a year or fifteen million for a fat contract, it's and goes to the one of the worst teams in Italy. Does very well.
1: His team gets leads
0: statistically in certain categories. They go to second division. He goes to a team, the team that goes up, and now he's shunned from the team. Yeah. And now I thought that was probably like, I'm never going to play him now. Yeah. It's th- a lot, uh, they don't make sense. It, it, yeah.
1: Johan Vasquez didn't play for either Peru or Colombia's games, and he didn't play last FIFA. Um, no, he hasn't played at all. But he comes, he still comes over. I mean, it's just... just a vacation. Yeah, it's just terrible. And... uh, At this point, I would have been like, yeah, I'm just going to stay and keep working.
0: I prefer him over Cesar Montes.
1: But... The height of Cesar Montes was... But it doesn't help you. They got scored on the corner. That's
0: what Tata has over Cesar. Yeah, but make that analysis. Make those decisions (laughs) based off of real statistical analysis, right? The sad thing is in the second half they put they took out Kevin Alvarez cuz he was probably cuz he was struggling and they put in uh I think Orbelin Pineda for him and they put Araujo at right back what the for the last 20 minutes really and i was like looking i was like okay are they going back line of 3 with Artiaga like as a wing uh-huh. no they were four because on his side i think was Orbelin Pineda or I think Antuna on, or whatever there was definitely no other wing, and uh, Arajo had to make the runs down the line and would have to catch up to Luis Diaz and try to. He even went up for a couple of balls like down the line, like no, my mess. and I'm like, dog, <laughs> some of these decisions, brother, no good, no good. There's El Grito, yeah, he came heard. back, yeah, it's just terrible, disappointing, yeah. I, I I tweeted it. I don't get how you're a grown ass adult, you go to a game one you get into fights in the stadium i don't understand that yeah and then two you're told not to do this grito and it's going to affect the team negatively and then you start doing it when the team does bad it generally happens when the team starts doing bad i don't i don't understand it it doesn't help it wastes the players time it wastes the game's time your I, time it's i it's really like and uh, uh, to, to add a little lightness to it, there was the tweet that I had sent you. Oh yeah, um, it was that? um, that's a good one. It was Hercules Gomez uh, tweeting out that the Grito was back, and then um, a random fan or a random person replied back in the tweets, telling him it's the Bochos; they never learn, which kind of makes sense, uh-huh. uh, right? It Sometimes. The pochos here don't even like soccer. They just go to the game. They hear the person next to them yelling <laughs> it. Yeah. And then the guy's username, well, the, his name is Roy Rodriguez. And then Hercules Gomez replies back, It's the pochos, dice Roy, seas mamon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that shit was hilarious when I saw it.
0: Legendary tweet, man. Shout out to Hercules Gomez. And That's shout, out to, shout out to Roy.
1: Shout out to Mamon.
0: That shit's so funny.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, you guys gotta stop, bro. what the fucking. Yeah,
0: it's disappointing. It's, it's shameful. It's embarrassing. Like, bruh, just go and have a good time. No need to do that stuff. No need to fight, Jeez. No fighting. What else you got? Uh US team played. Uh they played against Japan. They played against Saudi Arabia. They got smacked by Japan two zero. And it was sure. really disappointing. It was ugly how they played. They played very bad. They are missing a lot of players. They're missing Ooh. They're missing Anthony Robinson from Fulham. They're outside back. Um, they can't decide where the fuck to put Serginho Dest because <laughs> he can't defend. He also can't fully attack. So they're kind of trying to figure that out. They're missing... Um, I mean, Joe Reina got hurt Again? seven minutes in.
1: Fuck, or not man. seven minutes in,
0: but he got hurt really early in this last game against Areva Solita, and he's apparently off for seven to ten days. Which, with 50 days to the World Cup, that's not a lot of time. What,
1: what did he get hurt from?
0: I think he's pulling his groin or his hammy.
1: Oh, that's not good. Which, the groin lasts forever if you don't treat it yeah, well.
0: It's gonna, Especially if he keeps trying to push it to come back. I'm assuming it's not going to be good. Yeah. They're also missing um, Yunus Musa from Valencia. <laughs> Monster center mid. Why is he not there? I think he's. I think he's injured too. Oh, okay. But they're all supposed to be back. Um, then they are missing. Uh, West McKinney was there. Tyler Adams didn't play these last couple of games.
1: He played for Saudi Arabia. He was there.
0: He played against them. Oh yeah. yeah. Then who am I missing? There, Brandon Aronson played one of the games. Yeah, he was there. Uh, there, but they're missing three to four players that should be there. Oh, Timothy Weah. Oh yeah, he's from Leo. Yeah, he's injured. Should be getting him back. But they look very bad against Japan, and then they look very boring against Saudi Arabia.
1: Yeah, I don't. I almost felt excited for Saudi Arabia. They had a couple more exciting chances. But first, let's talk about the Japan game. Um, what I saw was that they were just losing too many balls. They weren't being confident on the ball. They
0: they, they like forced it out the back. If you yeah, notice. they like They had to play it out the back. Yeah. And I saw a stat that they lost the ball like 54 times, which I don't know, but that's almost like, that's over one a minute. Yeah.
1: Like <laughs> 54 times. That's crazy.
0: Yeah. And I'm assuming a lot of them who we'll probably talk about is, uh, Long, uh, Aaron Long. Yeah. The center back. Yeah. He, uh, messed up a lot. And a lot of people said that was the biggest takeaway that he played so bad against Japan. But he's Berhalter still put him in against Arabia Saudita, and he did just as bad. That that fool needs to just go.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like, I just feel like, like I told you last episode, this team is just lacks the experience. Like even during the games, like if you're losing it out the back, just go long ball. That's what fucking the US has been good at for years. Yeah, but you got to be able to make that change during the game without having the coach yell at you and that's where the experience comes in from the players and then during the halftime you gotta as the coaching staff that's what the again the experience has to come in and you gotta say hey we gotta make these changes so that's what i feel that the u.s lacks it lacks confidence it lacks experience and i don't i don't know how well they'll do in the in the world cup the
0: the good thing is that they're up against teams that are doing pretty bad right now right we'll go into that in a little bit but Over the last couple days, U.S. Men's National Team Twitter's been on fire because they've been fire because they've been hating on the players like Long. They've been hating on Burhalter. They pulled his
1: whole resume.
0: Yeah, people were saying this fool's never been successful as a coach. His best seasons were with Columbus Crew, getting them to I believe fourth place is the highest that they got. Jeez. Um, and this fool got like sacked from like the second division in Sweden. Was one of his like first jobs. And just, like, overall not having a coach that's ever done it at that level to have the experience to go into a locker room and be like, hey, guys, I've been here. I've been here as a coach. And I've been able to pull the team back out.
1: And as any players, they weren't around in 2014, right?
0: The most capped player is um, Paola Riola with 30 caps. Jeez. I, I, yeah, I had some numbers right here. I
1: was thinking about it the other day. I was like...
0: Paula Arriola has 30, uh, 31. Kellen Acosta has 30. A lot of them being like really earlier in his career. Weston McKinney, 30. Christian Pulisic, 29. Walker Zimmerman, 29. Yeah, it's crazy. That's nothing. It's crazy. And none of those players, the top two there are MLS vets. Right. They can't tell you, I've been in the locker room with Cristiano Ronaldo or with Harry Kane or like something like... And I can tell you what's going to happen, like or how we get better at this.
1: Yeah, the only one that could tell you something similar is Pulisic. Yeah, because he's been at the Champions League. He he's he's won it, but, but lately he hasn't been able to produce for club or country. Mm-hmm. So it's just hard.
0: But that's the crazy thing. You're leaving out a lot of players of experience. They were there. I, I think it's a little bit different than the Mexico team. I think the Mexico team is kind of lacking a lot of talent right now. I think the U.S. is just kind of letting them go, not not bringing them in because a lot of people say it doesn't fit Greg Berhalter's system. Yeah. But what he should be doing at this point, if your system's not working, which it's not been working for a while, you build the system that works for the players that you have, and they're not doing that. Because even on this team, he has long playing over Champions League starters. Cameron Carter-Vickers, I think, is on Celtic, yeah. who's in the Champions League. Um, He has Chris uh, Chris Richards, not in Champions League, but at Crystal Palace. Oh, yeah, the
1: but, young kid, right? Yeah,
0: but then he left out James Sands, who's at Rangers, starting in Champions League. He left out uh, Brooks, who's been in Champions League multiple times, right?
1: Like, Brooks is the one in Germany.
0: Yeah, well, now he's at Benfica. Oh, right. That's um, the guy
1: we talked about last episode. Yeah,
0: we didn't talk about it, but that's just crazy. Like, people are like, is this guy really not going to see the gaping holes that the team has and that he needs to fill them. Things like the center mid spot, like, yeah, it sucks that it's not functioning, but Yunus Musa can help you out a lot when he's in there. Mm -hmm. So can Timothy Weah hopefully up top when he's back, right? That back line, you're like, who are we waiting for? These guys are going to be back before
1: the World Cup, right? Yeah,
0: they're all supposed to be back. I think I would say the one that's the most at risk is probably Gio Reyna if if he can get fitness. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I mean the the good thing about the U.S. their team, their opponents have been struggling. They had Wales and England, they the, the two big teams in their group. They um, they both got relegated in Nations League yeah. to the B group. Yeah, because England couldn't be anybody. <laughs> Wales also could not. They uh, came back
1: 3-2 against Germany, but they let them score again. tied. At the that's Harry Maguire's fault right there. But, yeah, so England and Wales haven't been doing hot, and then we haven't seen anything from Iran. Yeah, Iran
0: scored. Iran, they won. They beat uh, Uruguay 1-0. Did they? Yeah.
1: Oh, shit. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, and Uruguay is a tough squad. I don't know. Um, who played? Or
0: they no? They what had a. Going on. It was a good game. It was like. It was like the right people for the most part. Yeah, they won 1-0 against Iran, wow. and then they tied Cameroon, Senegal. Sorry, one Senegal. one.
1: Oh, and Senegal's a big dog too.
0: Yeah, the, they're what, not uh... bad. <laughs> they're not bad by any means. But then you have the U.S. I tying think against. I Saudi think over. the U.S. has. A, I might even say this. I think the U.S. probably has a better chance against Wales than they do against Iran. Yeah, Cause, I mean, because Wales has some slip-up spots, and then to be honest with you, I don't. I think putting Gareth Bale in it might not be the best thing for the team, but their backup striker, low key, sucks too.
1: It, and they're, in, I feel like they're in the similar spot. It's their first World Cup in years mm-hmm. or ever. I don't know.
0: But yeah, but it's gonna yeah. It, that that group is gonna get really interesting.
1: And then England's manager can't fucking
0: can't put a team together. Yeah.
1: With all so much talent, aren't they right back? They got Reese James, they got uh, the TAA Trent, Trent Alexander-Arnold. Alexander they, they have,
0: they have, they have a bunch of right. They have Trippier. There we go on Trippier. right back. He plays left back too, but they have Luke Shaw and then and Kyle Luke Walker, right. Yeah, right, back, right too. back. They just got so much talent. And but Luke Shaw's a backup at Manchester United, and he's yeah. starting for the national team, and he scored.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. It's just I don't know the U.S. But Like I said,
0: it's a 50-50 for me. So, the one thing that's for sure is this World Cup is proving that it's going to be... Uh, you mentioned this as unpredictable as ever. Yeah. Why I, I can't... I would assume England's going to go top of that group, but it's crazy. I think it can go either way. Yeah. Like, it can really it's go... It's
1: going to come down to the wire.
0: And then in Mexico's group, Argentina, hasn't lost in like 39 games. And... Yeah.
1: And then after that, who's second? Because
0: Bologna was struggling and then they just won their last game. They lost they beat the against, first They one, beat Wales. And
1: then they won the second one, I think.
0: Yeah, they the last game they beat Wales. That probably felt good for the U.S. They beat them 1-0. I don't know how I feel about the U.S. tying Saudi Arabia. I feel like it exposed them that they don't really have much. Saudi Arabia was missing, like, their top two goal scorers and their captain and their mamas and everyone. Right.
1: The goalie was a second-division goalie. They had a couple of players, oh, second-division, the but their goalie, I remember.
0: In their native country or, like, in, in the, their—
1: native country.
0: They didn't have anybody in the first-division? No,
1: they did, but um, he was their backup goalie. He was oh, okay. playing. Okay, okay. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying, like, Brad, like, the U.S. can't beat second-division. And he did well. The goalie did well.
0: But that's the kind of scary thing, right? Because the U.S. has been pretty even with Mexico for a while. And you draw a lot of these conclusions for how your team's going to go based off of these friendlies. Yeah. And you're just like, well, I would have loved for the U.S. to have 1-7-0 for Mexico to be like, oh, walk in the park, right? And then Poland, again, beating Wales, getting some confidence is pretty rough. Did you see... um, the Argentina video that was going viral about the Jamaican player. That
1: yeah, I saw that, bro. So
0: for context, a Jamaican player went to the Ar- Ar- Argentinian locker room asking for a player's jersey swap from anyone yeah. or just for an extra jersey. Because, I mean, historically, I don't think the Jamaican national team has been the most well-funded and, or, like, the players haven't been the most affluent compared to other countries. Yeah. And they... They all said no. Lautaro Martinez was directly in the image. I think Dybala was like right there and Kitman and trainers or whatever. And they all were like, no, 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 no. We got nothing. No, no, no.
1: Yeah, It sucks because if you don't have a shirt, just get any shirt
0: and just have the player sign in. All the top, I saw a bunch of people with like really good points in the replies and they were like, dog, take the sweater off that you have. Yeah. Take the, take, I saw some dude was even like, Quitate las medias. Like, take off your socks. Yeah, give them the so. game socks. They're, they they wanted to like hang it up. They want to put it in their house. They want to show it to their families. Yeah. Like, dog, give them the cleat. You have the cleats, and you're going to get new ones when you go back to club. Yeah. You're going to get your old ones or something. You get
1: paid thousands of dollars, bro. You can afford some fucking new cleats.
0: True, true. It sucks. Do better, Argentina. <laughs> Do better. Yeah. Um. Greg Burhalter's. Statements about England. What did
1: he say that?
0: Greg Berhalter said that he thinks that England are the f- very much so the favorites to win the World Cup. Homeboy, what is he doing? You play them. Like, what's
1: the game plan by saying that? Is he saying that because there, there's
0: a lot of assumptions in it, right? Because it's like you're you can assume, oh damn, they're gonna smack your team. But they can pass a second in the group By the USB beating them Or tying them And then end up winning the World Cup That's not the first thing that comes to mind The first thing is that These fools are steamrolling everyone Including your team That's pretty Yeah Everyone's like Is it mind games?
1: That's what I'm saying Like, for, But what for f- who? For yeah, himself?
0: For his, for his players?
1: Yeah I, I have no idea And then he does the little back pass
0: Bro <laughs> that shit's so cringe <laughs> Bro, that's, that's why shit. everyone makes fun of the U.S. soccer, man. Like, just play the damn game right. Don't do that extra stuff.
1: Hey, they just trying to be different. The U.S. always trying to one-up, bro, and just doesn't work in the world of soccer.
0: With all these posts about, uh, it's we're calling it soccer now?
1: Yeah, like, bro, come on.
0: It's just, yeah, it, I just, oh, my God. When I saw it live, and, like, I think the commentator made it, made a joke about it and I was like, don't don't bring it up. And then I saw in an interview they asked him why. And they literally talked about it for like five minutes about how it whatever he needs to do to make the game play faster. And I'm like, that's there are plenty of things tactically that you can do for your team, specifically your team, to make them faster. A bounce pass behind the back is not one of them. No.
1: That's not it.
0: And it's just oh my God. It's just so cringy. And then Fox sports, I think uh, posted it. Like if it was a highlight. Yeah. Uh, just like a short video. And then the, the tweet, the bounce passes back or something like that. And I don't know if it's Gomez or some other, like kind of like non-American pundit or something was like, uh, are we really talking about this? Or <laughs> did we really just post, make a post just for this? Yeah. How is this helping us soccer wise? Yeah. It's terrible. It, yeah. It's, it's, it was embarrassing. Yeah, stop doing that. Embarrassing, cringe, cringe, cringe. What else you got? Um,
1: did you see the Canadian team? Um, I forgot who scored, but they scored and they blocked their uh bat, their the Nike sign off of their shirt.
0: Oh oh, because they're not getting money, right? They're not. Yeah, they didn't get new kits. They didn't get new kits. So the
1: the fucking. The players are like, bro, it's our first World Cup after so many years. How can we not get new kits?
0: I wonder what that process is like. Yeah. Did somebody, like a project manager at Nike, like, get fired or they forgot? Like, every team yeah, has a new kit. I yeah. Mean, I don't know.
1: And it's crazy because, like, you want it to be a memorable kit. Like, you buy kits because it's a period in time for your team, whether they did good or bad. It's just, it staples that period in time. And Bro, this, they got
0: first place in the
1: CONCACAF. Right. And then you made it to the World Cup, so now you want the World Cup kit to mark that time where, you know. To you mark go, it yeah. and to get the money. Yeah, and then to get the money, like, granted.
0: the red jerseys are granted, really yeah. simple and sick. Yeah. that they have right they're now. Nice. I love it. I love them,
1: yes. But that still is unfair to to the players and to the Canada because... They're not at the World Cup. Yeah. They should have gotten a new kit.
0: Nike's dropping the freaking ball, man. All the kits, man. They're all ugly as fuck. Ugly. Maybe they were like, brother, we messed up that US one so bad. Let's not even try Canada. Yeah, they could have yeah. just done the same thing with like a freaking stripe or something. People would have been happy. Yeah. Just like had a little freaking, whoosh, a little something, something.
1: But they won. The Can- Canadian team won
0: 2-0. Er- yeah, 2-0 against Qatar. And then they got smacked 2-0 against Uruguay, Uruguay once they turned it back on. That's interesting. Yeah, Uruguay's going to be interesting. Yeah, we, we'll still we'll work on an episode soon where we talk about our picks. Yeah. I think we'll do, like, I th- I sent you a note. I think we could do, like, the team to win it all. Um, a dark horse, like a surprise team who is not going to win it or not make it all the way, but that we think we'll do the best and then we can do like uh the awards that they do young player of the tournament balon de or uh what is it golden boot golden mm-hmm. ball for best player best goal scorer i think, I think golden be fun. glove and then we'll do like oh they do do golden glove too huh is golden glove best keeper or menos goleado like least goal scored on? i
1: think it's the least goal scored on okay yeah because i i think for 2014 or Chaw was in the running for the least goal scored on
0: okay but yeah, well, yeah, we'll we'll each come up with our we'll list. Do the, the complete bust and our arguments, uh, and the complete bust. Yeah, that that would be interesting. Some of the some of the teams are in, uh, death, uh, group of deaths. So like it'd be pretty easy to bust, dude. But do you see all the Barcelona players that got injured? No, I yeah. Memphis Depay, Araujo, De Jong, and Jules Conde. Damn. That's and same. I don't even think Bayadín was on the National team for Spain I might no, have to Triple check it. that But he got injured too But oh, All of um, them are injured They have pretty Gnarly timetables Araujo's out for About three months
1: Araujo is
0: out. Araujo from Uruguay oh, yeah, The yeah, center yeah, back yeah, yeah. Jules Conde, About three or four weeks Memphis Depay Is out for a month Luc De Jong About a week Depay uh, was
1: playing Oh that's where He got injured huh Yeah He was playing uh, Against like a,
0: Belgium had, I think yeah, he had, like, a weird little, like, you, he didn't even look like he was, like, hella pushing off to make a sprint, but, like, he did kind of push forward. And, like, three or four steps later, he just, like, didn't even make a face. He just, like, grabbed it at his leg, and he's just like, I'm out. out." Wow. Uh, the little gambio sign. But, dude, they play Bayern Munich, like, oh, yeah, for in the a week, the week or two. Yeah. Who the, the, week, <laughs> the week that Barcelona plays Bayern Munich is just memes making yeah. fun of the times they've gotten smacked.
1: I've seen the memes. Uh, last time Barcelona was in a World Cup, I uh, do oh no, Champions League final, the Instagram, the interface of Instagram was like the old, old Instagram. Oh, my God. And I was like, damn, bro. Like, and it, it feels like they're not going to be in the Champions League for another cool, like, four or five years.
0: I mean, they need to with all the investments. Jesus.
1: But yeah, they're going to be out. They're probably going to lose that game. They already lost
0: to them. And then they play game. the they play Glasgow pretty soon. Damn.
1: That's tough, man.
0: Can't be missing those players. But yeah, they're gonna have to they're gonna have to come up with something. Maybe buy some more players. Chicharito and Galaxy were here.
1: Yeah Chicharito was that, that
0: was the one club game in the middle of all of the international breaks. Yeah. It was uh the Galaxy beat the earthquakes, what was it, three to two last three to two it was a cool three zero, and then it was uh the quakes scored two kind of late late, late games uh late game goals. There che- was a che- big kill scored two of them. he scored two they had they rolled out I don't know if you saw this they rolled out a huge tifu, tifo Tifo, the big old freaking pancartas yeah that had two clowns on it. the quakes fans did meaning uh and the, there was a sign that said shout out ultras. It said uh same same clowns, different apparel or different uniforms, yeah or yeah, something along uh yeah something along those lines, and it was making fun of Chicharito and Ricky Pooch, that they're like the new stars, but that they're just clowns just like any other galaxy, right yeah. and um Chicharito, when he scored, he did like a clown dance, yeah, both times and I, and I was like, brah.
1: Yeah, he scored within the first, like, five minutes, seven minutes. Yeah, right. the
0: first one was super early, and then the second one was a little bit later. But, yeah. Um, solid goals.
1: He was saying in an interview that after scoring 11 goals regular season and making above 60 minutes, 60% of the minutes, um, he his contract would automatically renew. Oh, yeah. I saw that. And um, he was surprised that the media didn't know about this. So but yeah, he's gonna be at the galaxy for one more season and he's still not getting called up for the selection me after. At the
0: at the game he was on the bench. I don't know if you saw that video, they like a fan a fan yelled at him like Chicharito. No like, nos dejes por muertos. Yeah. No nos dejes por muertos. And then he like turned around and somebody added the subtitles that he said, like it's not up to me. Yeah. Yeah. i was like god damn dude there's so much drama going on somebody better write a book oh yeah about all this shit like
1: i feel like there always has been some sort of drama but nowadays it's much more amplified because of social media
0: yeah but at the same time they were apparently pretty bad stuff which if it is like extramarital stuff type stuff um I mean, Carlos Vela did some gnarly stuff at the U-17 World Cup that he was at with a lot of the players sneaking in some.
1: I think that was at a Copa America. I oh, yeah, that was like, the Copa America. Huh? 7 or something like that.
0: Yeah, but I mean, I think the, the rumor that I've heard is that he brought in some of the staff to like do some wild shit and that. Uh, the staff person got fired and like Chicharito like never owned up to it for either oh, what happened no, or for before. getting them fired. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And this that there the were other players that were involved and yeah. a lot of them never got called back. They because also weren't as good. But Chicharito is the one that's making the most noise because he is he's, he's the máximo goleador for the for the team. Everyone's always going to want him. Yeah, um, and he's doing good. Yeah, but then after that, all that drama started with his divorce and like...
1: And then Bella, same thing, should be at the Seleccion Mexicana.
0: Yeah, people keep hitting them up on social media saying, yo, what's good? Uh, But what can you do? But yeah, wishing the best for the teams in the area. There's not much else you can do. Uh, But I I think both teams will rise to the occasion uh, for their initial games. In in the last World Cup, Mexico sure as hell did against Germany. Yeah. when they were not doing that hot with Juan Carlos Osorio.
1: They lost the the last preparation game before the World Cup, and they they ended up beating Germany first game. Right.
0: The U.S., historically, before the World Cup, hasn't, like, done better than Mexico in the hexagonal. But, like, at the last World Cup, they made it pretty far, and then they lost to Belgium. Um, they had some really good games in the group stages. So, like, I think... I think things will be fine, folks. U.S. <laughs> Men's National Team Twitter, Mexico National Team Twitter will oh, be we're gonna okay. We're going to have to see, but... Dude, you know, it's, I'm all excited. All is Dude. fun, yeah. All Dude, we're only... 50 we're days. 50 days away for our fans. Like, hopefully we can do something a little bit different. Maybe we could do a live stream of, like, one of the Mexico games, one of the U.S. games, and just us chopping it up. Yeah. One of us manning the comments, if there's anyone there. And then one of us, like, <laughs> just kind of reacting to the game, right? Yeah. Or maybe we can host a meetup at one of the bars in SF now that I'm up there. There's a couple soccer balls, uh, soccer bars. I just saw a bar called Ballon Pie. Wow, that's and it, sick. And it has like literally like a soccer ball on the front. Like it's really, I haven't, I just drove right by it. Uh, but I'm going to check it out pretty soon see if it's any cool.
1: Yeah, we should, uh, we should have something. It'd be nice going out, and watching the game at a bar or something. I don't know what time the games are going to be. Do you know what time?
0: I think they're like epl time oh like seven in the morning
1: and like six to midday you're gonna have me drinking a pint at seven in the morning
0: brother <laughs> that's see you gotta do you could you do a little party
1: overnight and then do a little, keep on going
0: a little mimosa a little bloody mary yes, a little some some
1: on the side yeah
0: oh dude brother a little breakfast burrito. <laughs> i'm man. ready for this world cup that's just just, just food wise i'm ready oh wow, it's gonna be sick yeah hey, man Puro Pincha party Put a party. You already know. It's gonna be a fun time. It's gonna be throughout the holidays. It's yeah. gonna be Black Friday time, Christmas time. I think I think it might end before Christmas, but yeah, I think so.
1: It lasts about a month, I think.
0: But yeah, it's gonna be Thanksgiving.
1: Thanksgiving weekend or
0: week for sure. Yeah, man. That's all that I had, brother. You got anything else? No,
1: that's it, man.
0: All right, folks. Oh, I hope we scratched your itch. Um, With all this but yeah, drama. I actually had a good amount of people, even some coworkers, reached out. Shout out to the coworkers uh, that were like, "I hope you talk about all the shit that thought that I was talking about <laughs> uh, Mexico uh, Federation." But yeah, yeah, good times. But yeah, that's all that I got, man. Like we say, like comment and or like comment, subscribe, like our YouTube channel. Uh, okay. Subscribe to us, review us, give us a shout out, hit us up on social media. And we'll talk to you guys soon. Peace.